Hello and welcome to No Chance, a wrestling and weight loss podcast. This is definitely our first take of uh, recording the show. Um, so hello, I'm your host, Dan Ross, uh, and I will be going on a journey with you every Monday in my quest to become a professional wrestler and lose some weight. My first guest is the person who very much sent me on this uh, quest by doubting my ability to do it and become a wrestler. So this is all sort of a big plan to just prove this man wrong. So please say hello. I mean, you can't, it's a podcast, but just say it in your head. Please welcome Josh Ibrahim. Hi. So Josh, um, we've been friends uh, since we're about 12, 13. We're now 27. So that's... Too long. That's, that's some years, that. Um... Obviously became friends when you, uh, unfortunately, pushed me into a bush, which made me lose a pound. Uh, a monetary pound, not a uh, weight one. I was going to say, that would be so much easier yeah. if that was how you and lost weight. I, I wished like, being pushed by Ibby was the way to lose weight, rather than sort of monitoring what you eat and uh, exercising, because those things suck. Uh, but that is what I'm going to be doing for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, so we're going to start off the show the way I'll start off um, every show moving forward, which is the weigh-in. Uh, weigh myself in the morning and then compare that weight to a WWE or maybe an independent wrestler but it is a WWE wrestler in in that case so um, with no more build up I currently weigh in at 309 pounds which is heavy which is bulky I was expecting to be heavy um, having not sort of like looked after my health that much for a while Um, but 309 pounds puts me as the same weight as the dead man The Undertaker well, that's pretty impressive. Well, I wouldn't say impressive. Two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah, but most of yours is muscle mass. Yeah, that is true. That is true, yeah. I'm just, this is a show about me trying to lose muscle to become a wrestler, yeah. Those things go hand in hand. Um, in defence of The Undertaker as well, we don't want to fat shame him. He is um, a foot taller than me, so I mean, he's got that excuse. Yeah, but he is also clinically dead. He so. is dead as well, and death does make you bloat, so we'll... Um, We'll give Mark Calloway uh, an excuse for that one. Let's see, using his real name there. Breaking kayfabe. I know. Well, everyone's doing it at the moment, <laughs> so, um, you know, I thought I might as well uh, weigh in, pardon the pun. So, um, I'm going to start by talking about sort of uh, weight, health, uh, stuff in general. Uh, so, maybe obviously, as a, as a long-term friend of mine, uh, we're going to talk about like how you've seen me uh, grow or widen, it would probably be the uh, better expression, because, you know, it's hard to put eyes on yourself. But from my point of view, I'd say I've always been the larger man, the larger gentleman, the larger one of the group. But I especially got bigger and bigger at university when, you know, self-control comes into it and that was something I was lacking. What What's your take? Yeah, absolutely. I think you've always been, you know, for want of a better word, the fat one. The chubby funster. But also the fun one, yeah. yeah the two Fs. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Um, but then university definitely was a kind of upward trend in kind of, well, outward trend, yeah. let's face it. And that's tends what happened, you know, kind of looking after yourself, eating burgers at Wibwobs. Wibwobs, yes, a very fine institution at Lancaster University. Yeah, so that kind of thing. And then, you know, he came back from university that fateful Christmas. Yeah. And wow. You thought it was Santa. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Well, uh, thanks for that, Ibby. I'll take that on board. Harsh. Uh, no, but I think I think it's true of a lot of people when they go to university, like putting on maybe not even putting on weight, but once you sort of have to like look after yourself and self control comes into it, which is something I'll admit I'm not great on. Yeah, uh, no, impulse absolutely. control. I think it, you know 
it's something that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely, it happens to a lot of people. Didn't happen to me when I was at university, but you know, well, well, most most people. Well done, you, Josh. Um, so speaking about you again, we'll we'll stay on the topic of you. What's like your own relationship with health and fitness? Obviously, so for people who don't know Josh, who obviously can't see, and this is a podcast, he has always been a very skinny man. Um, yeah, yeah. Thoughts on that? Absolutely, I've always prided myself of being very, very skinny. Yeah. Um, I've never spent a day in a gym. It's pure metabolism and that it's going to slow down very quickly and I'm going to get bigger myself. Yeah. I actually had a McDonald's this afternoon before coming Glad. to record this. I don't have a healthy diet, don't have a healthy lifestyle, but yeah, my body's so far been kind to me. That's good because I, I was going to say, obviously, being friends, we normally eat kind of the same, like we're going to eat together and eat kind of the same amounts and like you will just stay rake thin never go to the gym uh, you've literally never stepped foot inside a gym no no not at all okay. um so exercise do you do much exercise I, I played badminton when i was about 14 with my was, dad. That, was that your last bit yeah. of exercise i yeah. walk to work but i mean it's only half an hour it's not like a strenuous yeah. <laughs> walk every day do you know what i mean but no it's just kind of luck of the draw and everyone's telling me as soon as 30 hits then Bye bye. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll see. It'll yeah. Be something we can look out for, and then we'll start my podcast about how I try to lose weight <laughs> to become a Formula One driver. Formula, do they need to be skinny? Well, you never see a fat one. That's true. They wouldn't fit in the car. They wouldn't. Um, so that's that's kind of our general weight loss uh, fitness chat done with. We're now going to talk about the other side of this podcast. Can we just say like how that's our weight loss chat? None of us really do any exercise yeah, or anything. Very, like that. So it's, it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks. I mean, this could be the one and only show I do this podcast. But it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks uh, as I try and lose weight to become a wrestler. Something you said. I have no chance of doing. I, I don't believe you have any chance. Well, of doing. let's see, Ibby. Hey. Um, obviously that's where the name of the podcast comes from also uh, it's got nothing to do with any professional wrestlers or professional wrestling owners entrance music and any suggestion <laughs> to the contrary uh, is libelous so yeah we're very we're going to try and be as litigious as the big fed uh, as we can speaking of which the big fed is of course the WWE so we're going to talk about wrestling uh, I've been a fan of wrestling since the year 2000 uh, after watching WrestleMania 16, which many consider to be one of the worst WrestleManias, but it, it, it lured me in. Uh, and since then, I've been a big fan of wrestling. Ibby, as my friend, do you know anyone nerdier about wrestling than me? Um, I mean, I don't have many friends. Okay, but, that's fair. But no. Okay, cool. I mean, as we're, we're saying this, I'm wearing a Bailey and Sasha Banks bright purple T-shirts. still is, buys the T-shirts. I know, I do feel bad, because obviously Vince was one of the biggest contributors to Donald Trump's presidential campaign and I'm still giving him money so complicit yeah well you know you were very vocally pro-Trump I would say <laughs> yeah. at the time, it, so. it was between doing this podcast or doing a pro-Trump <laughs> podcast and uh, eventually I've decided this one would be the best also in terms of wrestling you're kind of my best wrestling friend not in the fact I don't think you follow wrestling more than some of the other people I know but I've been to the most wrestling events with you yeah, that's, that's the first true. wrestling event we ever I ever went to was it the first was your birthday. Uh, yeah, it was a live uh, event in Birmingham. That, was I was going to say it must have been for my birthday or something. Yeah, fun. was that your first ever wrestling event? Uh, no, so I think I went to the, is it the Victoria Theatre in Birmingham like oh, years yeah, yeah. and years ago, like probably about ninety nine. 
just to see some kind of local show where they had a man dressed up as Kane just called the Big M- oh, Red Machine. Oh, Kane. Yeah. Kane. Yeah, he's a... It was, it was incredible. He's famous in the Butland circuit and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so it was very much that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, uh, independent British wrestling has developed since then as well, which is something we may come on to talking about in uh, future episodes. Uh, but yeah, that first show we went to, a live event. Uh, live events are always fun. Can you remember the main event? It was uh, DX and John Cena yeah. versus Randy Orton, Umaga and Edge. Yeah, correct. Yeah, what a match that was as well. Uh, Triple H bring the lols, I remember at the start. Yeah. Uh, next wrestling event we went to together was Raw in London, uh, where John Cena started the show to raucous booze and then said, I think WrestleMania should be in London and they all started cheering him. Oh, we're so fickle. Yeah, that's the main thing I remember. Uh, Roman Reigns getting booed out of the building. Yeah. Which I feel bad about now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, I think the, the... I was going to say it was the US Open Challenge and it was Bad News Barrett. Obviously. Yeah, from, as Michael Cole said, from an hour away in Preston. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get to London from Preston in an hour, you're doing something, you're doing well, all very bad things. Um, and then the last wrestling event we went to together was NXT TakeOver London. Um, the classic Finn Balor Finn the Ripper oh yeah well, well, yeah it was weird so I'm not that huge of a fan of Finn Balor which I mean amongst smarky wrestling fans that's a very bold thing to say so uh, yeah thanks for that breath so I, I was cheering in um, I was cheering for Samoa Joe and comparing Finn Balor to um, Papa Lazaru from the League of Gentlemen very but, fair yeah um, I remember that was at the moment that he Apollo Crews push kind of came to a halt. Oh, as and he well, lost and to Baron, that, big banter yeah. Baron. And it, we also had uh, one of the biggest applauses for the night was, of course, for Enzo Amore and Big Cass. What did that happen to them? Let's not understand <laughs> that. I think that's uh, the perfect place to end this wrestling chat. And we'll be back in a bit with part two. <laughs> Welcome to part two of No Chance. This part of the show is very cleverly titled Don't Eat Semicolon My Goals. <laughs> did you get the pun? I, I, I did. Eat My Goal. Yeah. yeah. Like the song. Mm. Okay, so um, <laughs> so with this, we're going to talk about the general goals of this podcast, um, which is obviously the main goal is obviously for me to get a healthier lifestyle, you know, lose weight um, and everything with the overarching aim of having a match. That's the the first goal, is have a match. So get trained, have a match. That's what I'm looking to do. You think that's impossible. Well, can we talk about what steps you've put in place of doing any of this? Well, not yet. This is the first episode. I've so, I've, yeah, but he hasn't even thought about it. He's, he's just had the idea <laughs> and I'm and okay with it. Yeah. Um, I've downloaded my fitness pal. Well done. So I can track my cal- caloric... Caloric? I, I don't know. See, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> uh, uh, calorie intake and steps. So 10,000 steps a day, that's the aim. Well done. How are you doing so far? Well, it's not started yet, mate. Oh. How many, right, let's see how many steps I've done today. Did you literally download it today? No, I've had it for ages. I just keep forgetting about it. <laughs> it's very, I'm very much the Vanessa Phelps. Do you, do you now um, see why I doubt you? No. I don't understand any of this uh, lack of faith. I find your lack of faith disturbing, if I'm honest with you. Uh, so I've currently done 5,218 steps. Today. That's not bad for a Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, shut up, Ibby. Right. Um, or Josh, as I should say. So, 
those are that that's kind of the main goals as I think probably everyone's gathered every week when I have someone on or it might just keep being Josh we'll see what, how it happens see how many people I can wrangle into doing this <laughs> or it might just be me every week on my own <laughs> which I think everyone wants to hear I think that would be better than my contribution so far I agree um, so if you could uh, <laughs> I'm joking Josh uh, once again thank you very much for coming on uh, so your job now is to pick a new goal for me like a sub goal something to do along the way something maybe to do after I've had a first match what, what have you uh, come up with well I'm hoping for like your first match that you actually get some offence in you know, get some moves in there. Do it because <laughs> what I think would happen okay. is that your idea of a match would literally be you standing in a ring, someone just squashes you, yeah. the end. Which would pass the goal. But, I mean, that is a match. Exactly. But I, I want you to, you know, take it to a further level. I want you to at least give the illusion that you might actually go somewhere and that could fight. Well, I think I'm going to become WWE champion in two years. So uh, in, in which case, that can be your sub-goal. And <laughs> if you don't achieve that, you can give me £50. No, uh, we'll stick to the first one, which is uh, to do some offence. So I, was, I, I would quantify myself, like, just standing in the ring, getting hit with a uh, DDT and losing, I wouldn't qualify that as having a match. I would say having some offence is a match. So okay. in that regard, instead of just having some offence, I want you to pick a move that I have to do in my first match. Frog splash. A frog splash. <laughs> yeah. From the top. From or, the top. top. Frog splash from the top rope. Yeah. Right. I'm doing it. I can do a frog splash, I think. I think I can do a frog yeah, splash. Yeah, I, I used to practice doing a frog splash onto my nan's bed. Okay. <laughs> Not while they were in there. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> like, they used to have, um, like, a windowsill that was yeah. quite high up, and I could climb on there, jump off, Splash onto the bed. It's great fun. I mean, beds and wrestling is, is something I think a lot of people experience. I remember my older brother uh, got a new bed uh, and we were playing wrestling on it with our two local friends, Adam and Dean. And my brother Chris proceeded to bulldog Dean onto the bed, through the bed. <laughs> and uh, my parents were no very happy. Um, equally, I remember one night when we were in... I mean, we were too old to be doing this at the time, but we were in Birmingham in someone's flat some like student flat in Birmingham and we were like fake wrestling and then I did a I think a senton like a, a stardust inspired senton broke this random stranger's bed and then we ran away yeah and that's the kind of people we are I think I found out eventually that the bed didn't actually break okay uh, but I can't really remember yeah but don't tell that as a great story and then just kind of <laughs> yeah but I don't okay. want to seem like a fiend well, not is. a fiend he is. I'm not a fiend the one thing I remember in terms of play wrestling this is not bed related okay but remember when we used to play wrestle on the field at <laughs> yes this is a good story <laughs> and joe green who used to wrestle kind of like or like with, i said he did yeah at least. but i mean there were some videos on youtube of him on a trampoline and his mates kind of like I mean, going quite hard that's not it. what i'm going to try and do by the way no <laughs> he's gonna proper wrestle yeah but yeah he crucifix power bombed me in the middle of the field and I, I took that bump so well. I wish the video footage still yeah. existed. Well, this was in the sort of uh, early days of YouTube, and it got uploaded to YouTube, and then uh, they, they put the tag in Aldridge School, and then all the teachers found out, and uh, you, got in, you got in trouble. As Joe Green got in a lot of trouble. I mostly got teachers coming up to me and being like, are you okay? Oh, are right. you being bullied? Are you being cyberbullied? Like and I was like, you know, if you're going to bully someone, a crucifix power bomb is... An intense way to go. Yeah, that is intense. So obviously as well, I'm gonna. I feel like I'm saying so obviously as well a lot, but whatever. So obviously as well, when you come in wrestling, you have to have a gimmick. 
you just alluded to the fact that you were a very good boy at school. Um, would that be kind of your gimmick, the, the, the teacher's pet, or what, what would your gimmick be if you became a professional wrestler? I mean, I've always wanted to be the Shawn Michaels kind of sexy figure, okay. but I, it's probably not going to happen <laughs> because, you know, my looks, my personality, oh, my, beautiful job. my pure lack of charisma. Um, so, yeah, being a kind of nerdy prefect teacher's pet, that would be quite very, good, actually. Uh, Percy Weasley. Very much so. Yeah. That would go down a storm. <laughs> uh, for me, gimmick-wise, I think, you know, once I once I do make the professional circuit, I'm going to be like the underdog, you know, who lost all the weight, became a... I mean, you do that face or heel as well, because you could be like, oh, I used to be a fat, disgusting blob like all of you out there, but now... I think, I think I'm going to kind of a star. Uh, Vince, if you want to get in touch, uh, the email is nochancepod at gmail.com. I was going to say, you could also run it how kind of the new Daniel Bryan's done it as well and just be like, oh, I'm so clean living that yeah. you've got to all live like that. That is a temple. Ugh. So that was uh, tentatively meant to be discussing goals and then we got into wrestling chat too much. But, you know, that's, that's bound to happen. So let's get ready for part three. But first, this. This is part four. Can you smell what Dan Ross? It's part three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Counting is obviously a flaw of mine. Um, uh, So I was getting well into my uh, impression of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson then if he just put three fingers up. I was like, oh yeah. Listen, counting is obviously not one of my strong points because I just keep eating food. So, But this is part three. Can you smell what Dan Ross is cooking? See what you did there. It's good. It's yeah, good, it's, it is. I mean, the, again, no similarities to any kind. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. WWE. Completely original property. Um, <laughs> maybe unhealthy, but I'm good at thinking of puns. Uh, so this is basically. Can you smell what Dan Ross is cooking? Is going to be where I try recipes um, from sort of celebrity fitness chefs. Try like healthy ready meals, healthy restaurants, stuff like that. Um, and then sort of rank them in a little rating system I've got. But um, I basically forgot to do it this week, which is technically, this this was my last week of fatness, so like I wouldn't have a healthy meal, if that makes sense. Right, okay, that's a good excuse that you've already <laughs> caveated yeah, in I'm there. already getting the excuses. Again, like, you know, he's judging me for being very judgmental and not believing that this is something he will actually put time and effort into, <laughs> and then the really first good. week he completely... Well, this isn't the first week, this is, this is the first day. This is the new day, the new day starts today. Yeah, but you could have just, you knew you were going to do this. Yeah, but I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, so, so what did you buy from the supermarket as your healthy meal? So equally, I will qualify this by saying that I wanted like a, a, a base median to like judge everything else off. So I thought like getting something really basic um, that I already knew I liked. So I got uh, a bag of salt and vinegar snacker jacks and a little tub <laughs> of pineapple chunks. That's it. He's going to be down to £100 in no time. Yeah. I mean, if I lost... Over two hundred pounds in a week, I think uh, that'd be cause for concern. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so pineapple snacker jacks. Um, I'm gonna rank three criteria out of ten, and I'm gonna rank to give a score of thirty for everything. So the first criteria is taste. How does it taste? It's nice. So I'm gonna give that a six because you know it's it's not world mind blowing, but you know. No, but that you know what a review. What a review. <laughs> 
the saltiness, the vinegariness, <laughs> the little poofs from the. I was going to say, don't well. don't just say nice, you know. Yeah, give it some pretension. But pineapple is nice. Pineapple is nice. Yeah, it's well nice. It's well nice. Yeah, yeah see, that's, <laughs> that's it. Better, <laughs> that's yeah. flowery language. Um, it's little Jay Rayner over effervescent. here. Um, right. I'm, I don't want to be a judge on massage. That would definitely uh, dissuade me from my my goals. Um, and then the second criteria is ease. Like how easy it was to prepare. Which includes going down to Sainsbury's local. His Sainsbury's just, is literally next door to his flat. Yeah, it's basically underneath me. It's beneath me, just like you, Josh. Um, <laughs> just sorry. Filth. Sorry for the. No, that was meant to be like an insult, like you're beneath me. Oh. Like a, not like you're beneath. Josh, get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, so the ease for that one is 10, because like, literally nothing could be easier. And then the third criteria is like how filling it is compared to the, the how many calories it is. So a bag of Snacker Jacks and half a tub of pineapple trunks is um, 180 calories altogether, which is quite low, but didn't really fill me up that much. So I'm going to give that a six as well, uh, bringing the grand total out of 30 to 22 for Snacker Jacks and pineapple trunks. I mean, that sounds quite high, but also it's, it's not really a meal, is it? Well, it's, it's, it's a light snack slash... There's a snack slash light lunch. <laughs> I mean, I think everything... You know, I just wanted something, a jumping-off point. And that's that's fair. Thank you, Josh. I'm glad you approved. Well, <laughs> you know, you need to be stricter about these things. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you I, better I, not forget next. I want, I want people to be, like, haranguing me and making sure. So, like, obviously we're going to have millions and millions of listeners of the first episode, I'm sure that's of course. guaranteed. Um, Especially when you've got a big-name guest like a uh, Josh Ibrahim. From uh, Quest Radio. Quest <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this may we're both technically award-winning broadcasters. Yeah, that's true. What, what award did you win? I was given like a lifetime achievement award <laughs> at my uh, university radio. And three station. years of being three years life, three year lifetime. Yeah, um, and you got best new best radio personality. Oh, really? Yeah, Quest Radio. So, yeah. Absolutely. The coming together of Quest Radio and Bowery FM is what I think it's what the nation's been wanting. I think. You could not be further from the truth. Okay, so 22 is the score to currently beat. So we're going to go for finding out who's going to be next. I'm going to make a recipe next from one of these sort of diety, celebrity chef people who do... Look, health food books are very, like, popular at the moment. Spiralised vegetables, etc. Cauliflower rice. That kind of, have, you, have you ever ever had cauliflower rice? No. But I really like rice. I really don't like cauliflower. So my my mum tried it because she was told, like, it just tastes like rice. I can't tell the difference, but it's, like, it's really healthy for you. And my mum's review of cauliflower rice was, it tastes like poo. <laughs> <laughs> so and th- that's not what you want from me. You don't want to be eating poo, Josh. So if you could please pick a number between 1 and 27... And I will go through my list of sort of celebrity people here and choose who the recipe I'm going to make. Okay, do you want some kind of, like, tension? Six. Six. Number six, that's Tom Kerridge. Oh, no, very nice. Yeah, which is good because he famously lost weight and became uh, thin as well. He did. He's very much like an inspiration. He's also an actual chef. He is, which is a good thing because a lot of these, like, healthy food recipe books... Uh, a lot of them aren't chefs. So I'll, I'll just give you a, an example of some of the people we've got. So we've got um, Joe Wicks, obviously, on there. Uh, Tom Daly, the diver. 
Uh, he's got a, a recipe book out. Gemma Atkinson, who was in Hollyoaks. Uh, got Gordon Ramsay, Tom Carriage, sort of chefs like that. Uh, Fern Cotton. Uh, Lucy Watson from uh, Made, Made in Chelsea. Chelsea. of course. Uh, Louise Thompson from Made in Chelsea. Uh, Chloe Maidley, who is, of course, Rich and Judy's daughter. So and she also goes out with a rugby player. Does she? Yeah. Which rugby player? I have no idea. But is it, it James on... Haskell? Possibly. Because he also has a healthy food book. Ah, uh, that might make sense. Yeah. He was on uh, Small Fortune a couple of weeks ago, which is a brilliant TV programme. Yeah, so everyone it. go out and watch Small Fortune. <laughs> um, so speaking of Tom Carriage, the fortunate sort of tie-in, um, I came up with a list of like dream guests I'd like on the show. Obviously, one's already been ticked off because we've got Josh Ibrahim right whoop, here. Whoop, whoop. Holla. Um, but I'm going to go through... I, I came up with ten names. And I'm going to go through and see your reaction to each of those ten names. So number one, top of the list, is Gordon Ramsay. Mm, that, that would be good. I love him. I love his food that he cooks. And he, he's really into health as well. Like He runs marathons and stuff. He was also a former professional footballer. Yeah, that's for Rangers, I believe. For Rangers, indeed. Uh, <laughs> number two, Vinnie Mac. Vince McMahon. Uh, I think that would that's more impossible than anything else. I thought if you got them both on in one podcast, that would be very, very if loud. Got, if I got Vince McMahon and Gordon Ramsay on the same podcast, it would be the best day of my life. <laughs> but uh, I think that is somewhat unlikely. Third on the list... Diamond Dallas Page, DDP. Have you downloaded the app I've not downloaded DDP Yoga yet, but that is something I will be looking into in the future. So we may have a future episode uh, dedicated to DDP Yoga. Well, according to all the paid adverts for DDP Yoga oh. I've heard, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, according to every wrestling podcast, it's a fantastic. Change your life. Uh, fourth on the list is any of the guys from British Strong Style. So British Strong Style are a group of formerly independent wrestlers, now working for the WWE, they're all from uh, our neck of the woods, the West Midlands. So you got Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate. Um, they re- so you came to my flat today slash podcast studio with a little pin badge with the Black Country flag on. I did. Uh, they all have that on their tights. So tights. <laughs> it does make wrestling sound very uh, uh, sort of effeminate, but yeah. I wish it was. Um, so yeah, they'd be cool to get on. Wrestling, so maybe they'll give me an, maybe I could join British Strong Style. Maybe, yeah. I mean, after you've had your first match, I think maybe that should have been your yeah, sub goal: yeah, yeah. join British Strong Style. Um, but yeah, I think if I became, I would very much be a strong style wrestler. <laughs> you did like properly hitting someone properly hit me. I cried. <laughs> you like stop it. Um, and the fifth guest is who you just mentioned, Tom Kerridge, because obviously he does healthy food, and also he himself was a fat man. And that's one of the things with a lot of these like healthy books and like food books they're all written from people who've been like skinny and healthy their entire life and it's just like why can't you just do this it's like because I'm a big old fanny that loves to eat Toblerones um number six on the list probably like quite far down but considering who he is the biggest star in the world Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh uh, right okay uh <laughs> just the number six below Tom Carriage. <laughs> yeah uh, fine company though for The Rock to be um, sandwiched. I'd, I'd love it if you had that like phone call from both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah. Rocky's there just being I like... I can only do it the same day. <laughs> Sorry, we've already got Tom Perry's book. Sorry, Dwayne. You busy any other time? No, I'm literally making seven movies a day on the biggest star in the world while you're playing at. Uh, number seven is... So this is great company for The Rock to be sandwiched in between. He's got the Tom Courage above him and beneath him is Adam Richmond. Rob Man versus food. Incredible. I mean, there's someone who kind of reminds you and me, me and you of very much how yeah. gorging days as yeah, kind of teenagers. America. Yeah. I remember that day when we just kind of sat at your house, watched Man vs. <laughs> food and <laughs> just ordered a family meal <laughs> from that. Massive takeaway pizza and just sort of... And just devoured it. And then 
probably play like FIFA or something. Good yeah. lads. Uh, uh, that's what we do. Number eight, uh, another big star, one of the big stars of WrestleMania coming up, Seth Rollins. Um, because he's really into like fitness, but obviously he's a professional. Would you say athlete for a wrestler? wrestler? I, I would say athlete. He's a professional athlete and he's really into a form of exercise called... CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit, that's the one. I was just like, are you going to start CrossFit as I'm well? I'm going to get Seth Rollins to teach me cross, <laughs> CrossFit. Incredible. It's apparently very, very tough. Yeah, and it may be like the hardest form of exercise, but we'll see. I'll probably knock that out of the park as well. Easy. Yeah. Come on, wrestler. CrossFit. <laughs> Easy. Um, number nine is Russell Brand. Just because he's funny. He's also a vegetarian as well, so we could kind of talk about food and stuff like that. He just won Celebrity Bake Off. Did he? He did, yeah. Oh, right. He was very, very funny on it. I, he's a comedian, so no, you'd no, expect but that. But he, he was also with Noel Fielding and John Richardson, and he was the funniest one there. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds like they're not taking it too seriously, no, well, though. It, you know. And then number 10 is Taylor Swift, just because I like Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, what do you think she'd bring to a podcast that's mostly about wrestling? I just like her. Yeah. She's from the South of America, and that's famously big wrestling territory. Maybe she grew up as a big, you know, uh, Jim Crockett promotion <laughs> <laughs> fan. Maybe she was big onto the indie scene. I do think I read about that in Smash Hits. Yeah, it's Smash Hits. <laughs> so that was part three, Can You Smell What Dan Ross Is Cooking? Brilliant. We'll be back with part four, which is going to be purely wrestling-related, but first, this. Welcome back. Part four is going to be our pure wrestling chat where I choose one topic in the world of wrestling each week and go through it with a guest. So Josh, you know quite a bit about wrestling, but you, you'd say you're a casual fan. I know enough to BS in a conversation with you. Okay, that's good. Uh, so p- possible topics I could have talked about the upcoming WrestleMania could have talked about Fastlane because obviously it's Fastlane today, the day of recording. But that would seem quite stupid to do a preview of Fastlane for a show that's going to come out on Monday, where Fastlane would have already happened. We could have already we could have pretended. That and we just did, kind yeah. of we, yeah, it's we, fairly obvious. I mean, could you? I can't believe Becky won in such a fashion, <laughs> and then Ronda came out. Um, but so we decided to talk about something that's been dominating a lot of wrestling news. Uh, recently, which is the formation of AEW, All Elite Wrestling. I thought it would be particularly pertinent to speak on this topic with Josh because, like many things, the Monday Night Wars, you were on the wrong side of history. You were a WCW fan. I was, this is very true. Um, mostly because it was on Channel 5 when I was a kid <laughs> and like, I didn't have Sky, so... It's just like a weird one. Like I, I always think fondly of like Rock, Austin, the Hardy Boys. Were you just like... Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Goldberg, Sting, Disco Inferno. You know, you know Disco Inferno is still going. Yeah. He's, in, uh, he's in TNA feuding with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. I mean, what a career. You could see it then. Yeah. You know, Conan, all the greats. So yeah, enough about WCW. The new competitor on the horizon is, of course, AEW. Not had a show yet, so you don't want to get too carried away. But a good roster. Yeah, a great roster, and they got the dollar. They got the bear dollar. They got the Tony Khan money. It served full and well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it got them into the Premier League, so, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 uh, Tony Khan is obviously Shahi Khan's son. Big wrestling fan. Like, used to write reviews on ECW when he was 15. So even smarkier than me uh, in charge of the company. And he's got Cody Rose, Kenny Omega, 
the young bucks. I think I just dropped something. Uh, the young bucks uh, on his side. So how much is, as, from a casual fan, how much do you know about guys like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks? Uh, the Young Bucks especially, because you always hear about people saying, oh, maybe they should come to WWE, oh, they're the best tag team in the world, you need to see them. It's one of those things I've heard so much about them and saw so little because I don't care enough to troll YouTube <laughs> and all these kind of platforms that there now are to watch independent wrestling. I don't... Yeah, I mean, there's looks, a lot of wrestling yeah. to watch now at the moment. Uh, obviously, the, the big signing for them, of course, was... Y2J, Chris Jericho. Uh, he got... he d- doesn't want to be known as Y2J anymore. Oh, did you not listen to oh, his sorry. podcast, Dan? Oh, you've no, done more research just, than me. It's just Chris Jericho. Just Chris no. Jericho. Y2J was so WWE. No. It was 20 years ago, man. Get over it. His his indie nickname is The uh, the Alpha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's feuding with Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, but that, that, to me, seemed like a massive moment in the fact that you know Cody, obviously, been in WWE before, but like Young Bucks... Um, Adam Page, a lot of people this time were very big on the indie scene, but probably didn't have too much of a mainstream appeal. But Chris Jericho signing, he's like people like you or like people who just watch wrestling during the Attitude Era. Jericho was a big star then, and he's a big star now. So like, it does seem like a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna. I'm slightly hesitant to say, oh, Chris Jericho was just such a WWE guy because obviously yeah. he started in WCW and kind of made his name there, but hit a ceiling, and then really did achieve, and come into his own in WWF slash E. But, you know, in these past few years, he's very much seemed like, you know, he's always gone back there, he's always helped Vince out whenever he did these kind of things. He said he was always one of Vince's guys, and now he's one of Tony Khan's guys. Yeah, I mean, he he was talking, like, he had said that he would never wrestle in the US for anyone other than Vince, and... I think he just thought, this looks like a laugh, I'll do it. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> a laugh and a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, uh, he, he has said several times he's getting a lot of money. The other knock-on effects of obviously um, forming a promotion that could rival WWE, we're going to talk about whether we think it actually will rival WWE in a sec, is that it gives wrestlers another option. And it's something we've seen where the Revival, for example, very vocal about the fact that they weren't happy with their position in the company and they apparently asked for their release. A week later, they became the tag team champions. Do you see this as a good thing for WWE, for the wrestlers, for like a lot of the people? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because then if you think about wrestlers that you know get their release from WWE, there's not that many places to go. I think the fact that you've now got a company that can pay wages that would almost... Yeah. Even if, you know, throughout the roster, they're not at the same level as WWE, that you've got money there that's going to be a lot more than the yeah. independent you yeah. yeah, that, you know, having that option is, is really important. Because that was one of the big things, like Stone Cold always says on his podcast, which isn't as good as this, but it's another good uh, wrestling podcast. He always said, like, oh, I wish people would stop walking on eggshells and take a risk and, you know, challenge Vince. But, like, if you did that five years ago, you're fired. Yeah. There's n- nothing you could do, whereas now, there's a big... Obviously, in his day, you could do it because you could just go to WCW, but... Uh, that's not been an option for a long time. So that brings us to the final question about AEW. Can they realistically challenge the WWE? Um, I mean, it's very difficult to say when they haven't had a, a, show. Ma- a show yet, of course. Um, I think, judging from what limited information that I know at present, I feel like it does provide another option. And hopefully if wrestlers in... AEW are for a start allowed to call themselves wrestlers. Yeah. You know, it Sports may entertainers. It may provide that kind of 
other that a lot of smart fans think that they want, where you can have a promotion that's focused a bit more on wrestling, but still competitive, leave WWE to have the more entertainment side of things. I don't know. But I, more competition is obviously good, because WWE is just kind of... Homogenized. Exactly, and it's been on its own for so long now. Anything that kind of threatens the status quo, I think, is a good thing. Yeah, and right. will probably improve WWE as a result as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've seen that already. Like, yeah. guys like the Revival getting their push. Um, so this is the, the last segment of the show, which I put on the running order as Ibby's Gift. Ooh. Were you, were you intrigued? Were you excited? I saw it and then forgot about it. Okay, so basically, there's a web- have you heard of a website called Cameo? No, I have not. So Cameo- Tell me more. Cameo is a website where you can pay celebrities to record video messages for you. <laughs> Um, there is a big section on Cameo devoted to professional wrestlers. Uh, so I decided, because obviously you've helped me out with this show, you're my first guest, you've, you're probably the person really, I've only really talked about it at length in kind of like a production side. And we don't know how it's gone, but I may also have been the person that's completely tanked this podcast. Well, yeah, we never know. But you also, you've made a jingle as well, which has, you know, helped, uh, I've not heard it yet. Yeah, but, he hasn't heard it yet, but <laughs> it might be terrible. it's getting there. Um... Uh, you made a, we made a jingle, so you've really been a big help on the show. So I decided to get you a video message. Uh, <laughs> you could uh, just press play there. Hi Josh, what's up? This is that great Hadi. I want to say, brother, thank you for supporting your friend. <laughs> Just staring at me blankly. Yeah, brother, I want to say thank you for being a good friend. And uh, keep going, brother, keep going with sport. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I am his good friend. I'm glad he's finally realised it. And he loves you. Thank you, my dear, dear, the great Carly. Um, that brings us to the end of the first episode of No Chance, a wrestling podcast. We've had fun, we've talked about weight loss, we've talked about wrestling, and we've had a lovely uh, message from the great Carly, who loves Josh. <laughs> Fair? Yeah, so... Can't say I blame him. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, at No Chance Pod. Uh, I will make an Instagram and other stuff as well, but that will be put on the Twitter Thanks for listening once again. Thank you to Josh for coming in. Oh, you're perfectly welcome. Thanks, Josh. And we will see you all. Well, not see you all. You'll listen to us again. You will listen to us again next Monday. Thank you and goodbye.